You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age as well as zone coverage and bring me the news. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But if you miss us, we're available in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. However, you consume us, rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Adam, we're a little late. Uh, we had a very heated uh, behind the scene thing. You threw a chair, which is great because I'm not in the same room as you. I spouted off some wrestling quotes, and um, I started constructing a barbershop window. But, I mean, that's not effective because, again, we're not in we're not in the same room. Um, so let's just dive right into it because some big Vikings news finally dropped this morning as the Vikings are reportedly set to release Dalvin Cook on Friday morning. The report came from Adam Schefter, who said that the Vikings have informed Cook that he will be released and the move is expected to happen on Friday. A few minutes later, Schefter tweeted that the Vikings are making one last ditch effort to trade Cook. Uh, before tomorrow, I think we know the order uh, he was contacted in. Um, <laughs> yeah. The team, the team's like, hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Um, now that it is basically official, yeah. what are your thoughts on the Vikings not trading Cook <clears throat> but releasing Dalvin Cook? I mean, first off, the quote uh, a wrestling legend the rock finally um you gotta say it with meaning finally finally <laughs> um yeah like this had to happen um I, I didn't get a chance to write about it but i was gonna write on the viking age like the vikings are doing alexander madison a disservice we talked about in the last episode like just get dalvin out of there like you feel bad for madison because every time he like talks to the media all he has to do is an- all he's doing is answering questions about where's dalvin is dalvin coming back what are you gonna do if dalvin comes back now that's over. He's still going to get questions about Dalvin, like, but that's not going to be like, where is he? Where is he? It's going to be like, you know, are you going to, how do you feel about f- taking over for Dalvin after all the, like the, the success that he had and everything? So, uh, as far as releasing over trading goes, they just, they don't have a choice. Um, we talked about them holding on to him through training camp, preseason, and seeing if someone gets hurt and then trading him. And 
I I feel like maybe Kevin O'Connell stepped in and was like, because I feel like Quasi wanted to, is probably the one who wanted to hold on to and, and see what they can get for him. But I feel like Kevin O'Connell probably stepped in and was like, can we just like bite the bullet here and, and move on? Because it's not. It's not helpful for anyone, especially in the running back room, if if that Dalvin Cloud is always just this looming over there. And, you know, they'd probably like to get Madison to just focus on being the top guy and getting moving on from Dalvin would help that process as well. So they clearly didn't find what they wanted in the trade market. It sounded like they had something with the Dolphins before the draft and that that fell through. Um, and then, you know, they're going to try and see the only teams that are going to make a trade for Dalvin today are people that don't want other people to get. Dalvin. So, like, look at a team like the Jets. They could maybe step in and make a less late late trade offer just to make sure he doesn't land with the Dolphins. Seven, yeah, just to make and sure you he... retain uh, six million dollars of his salary. Yeah, so he doesn't. <laughs> so he What's doesn't land with the Dolphins or the Bills, um, a, a team like that, or or maybe a team like the Broncos, so he doesn't go to like the Chiefs or something like that. Um, but yeah, it, it had to be done. They're still going to cr- create a bunch of salary cap space. Um, Dalvin wasn't going to be on this team. We pretty much figured that out when the offseason began. So this isn't, this shouldn't be a shock that he's gone. It's just, it's taken forever. This, this whole week, I feel like every day has been something new, but not really because it's been just the same thing said in a different way, 10 different yeah. times. <laughs> That's why I don't have too much to say on it. Right. It's just, it, it's, basically something that we've expected for a long time yeah. like you said i think the writing was on the wall at the beginning of the offseason um i you know it's why dalvin decided to get that shoulder surgery and get that two million dollars it's because he knew he was going to be released he knew he wanted to get some money from the vikings and he he got a fix that's why you play on that injury for two or three years like his agent was griping about the other day or and it's not the other day it feels like the other day yeah. but um, he this was going to happen. He had a tweet this morning too. Did you see that? Where I think it was against the Dolphins. And Expensive it was like, play. I would, I would, would be willing to bet a lot of money that Dalvin Cook was not the person to send to press send on that that tweet. That that was. Well, he also looked, liked one of my tweets. He the did other day where I. He's uh, not very a, active on Twitter, but recently he has been. So it makes me think like probably not him. Probably like his. It's like when John Cena follows people now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, John Cena has followed me. What am I doing? Actually, it was just kind of your his uh, media person. He follows the Viking Age. John Cena might be watching right now. So if if you're watching Mr. (laughs) Cena, don't like crash through my wall. Well, I can't see him anyways. Um, (laughs) That would be a very just get picked up out of nowhere. Like, what's going on? He's he's actually right behind you. Just Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it just it felt really odd. Like Dalvin Cook's never been like he'll post some stories on his Instagram account and everything. Um, but he's not really one to tweet really. He, he just isn't. And then like the last couple of weeks, it's been like cryptic tweets. And I'm just like, uh, is this him? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> it's just, it's like, he's, he, Doo, man. he's never Dalvin. This is Zach. <laughs> he's never been. Yeah. He's never been like a confrontational type of player in Minnesota. Like other than his off the field, you know, lawsuit that he's still dealing with right now he was never a problem for the vikings like no just just injuries really like just being banged up otherwise he was fine like he was what you want in a player like just to stay out of trouble don't don't be stupid on social media like he's what he's what you want um but he's gone and he will leave as what the 
third, third, third best running back. Robert. So you're saying? Oh, I was going to say Robert Smith, but <laughs> I say Adrian Peterson. Wait, wait, Dalvin Cook or Robert Smith? Who you got? Both have very similar tenures yeah. with the Vikings. Yeah, I'd say Dalvin Cook. I love Robert Smith, but I would say Dalvin Cook. Um, and Chuck. I want to know what too. Robert Smith's efficiency numbers were. Right. Yeah. He, he and, and Robert his, Smith. His yards yeah. per carry were always pretty high. Maybe and maybe Robert Smith has a little bit more nostalgia for me, it just because yeah. it's growing up, it's childhood and 1998 Vikings and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, Dalvin wasn't really. I mean, even the 2017 team that went to the NFC Championship game, Dalvin was hurt. So I mean, right. Dalvin was never like on a beloved, had a prominent role on a beloved high-profile team and, like Robert Smith did. And Robert Smith is the second. Uh, career second, yes, he's second in career rushing yards in the Vikings history. So, so AP Robert Smith and Dalvin Cook, or is Chuck Foreman ahead? Chuck of Foreman's number two. He's number Chuck two. Foreman's number two. Sure, Spin Doctor. He, uh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Chuck Foreman's number two. He he went to like his first five years. Yeah, he went to the Pro Bowl every year, and the Pro Bowl actually yeah. like men's thing back then. So, yeah, I would put Chuck Foreman number two. He was um, like Terrell, he was like Terrell Davis before Terrell Davis because he was in the league for like six years. <laughs> Um, I, sorry, that's like my one weakness in the, uh, live thing. I start, I start, you know, I'd have a little body armor and then all of a sudden it's you turn into Vicky Guerrero. belching on air. Yeah. I turn into Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. I, excuse my, me. <laughs> oh, excuse it. I thought you meant like I was high pitched or something. No, I'm no, like, no, no, I don't no. think I'm talking with a high pitch. No, no. Um, <laughs> I mentioned this a little bit in the last episode, but I'm going to reiterate it when it comes to Dalvin mm-hmm, Cook. Mm-hmm. I think that creating a younger, cheaper, and more effective backfield is smart. That's mm-hmm. where most teams are going. I understand what the Vikings are doing in that respect here. I don't think they have an adequate running back to replace Dalvin Cook as of this moment. No. Um, you know, with Alexander Madison, this is like hot girlfriend syndrome, right? So let's say you're in a relationship, you break up with somebody, then you meet somebody else. And the first thing you do is post 10 million pictures on Instagram <laughs> being like, check out my new girlfriend. Put him yeah, in your Twitter header. Meet this girl. Yeah. Or like Twitter or whatever. Put him in your banner. You, yeah. Your header. Yeah. Like the Vikings replaced Alexander Madison with their header. Kevin O'Connell's out there going like, Ooh, baby. Yeah. Look at Alexander Madison's three down, three down ability, baby. <laughs> but you know, you look at this, it's a lot like Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott in Dallas. Yeah. Tony Pollard averaged 5.1 yards per carry and his carries went up every year in Dallas. So it's not a shock that he's a pretty good running back. Alexander Madison has averaged a full yard less than Tony Pollard has during his career. And last year, he had a career low 74 carries. You can say, you know, maybe that was the play calling thing where Dalvin was getting stuffed and Alexander Madison didn't get as many opportunities because they couldn't run the ball as much. But I mean, all these guys are unknowns like Ty Chandler is an unknown um, Dwayne McBride. Although I think, you know, I'll, I'll say this right now. I think Dwayne McBride leads the Vikings in rushing yards next year. I'll come out. I'll put that on the record. I think Dwayne McBride will lead the Vikings in rushing yards. I know he's hurt with a hamstring injury, but he even practiced, then he practiced the other day. Yeah. Okay. Well, even, even then, I mean, you're looking at a seventh round rookie. I mean, again, we're all obsessed with Isaiah Pacheco. I get it, but there's a chance that McBride's not him as the kids say. And then you have Kade Wongwu who I don't know, they're trying to use him everywhere. It almost seems like it's a last resort to try and Mm -mm. get some kind of value because they're going to wipe out kick returns Mm -hmm. with the new rule. Um, it, it, it's very, 
I would call it almost twins like because like the twins will get guys who I mean baseball savant has like the thing and like you have a whole lot of red on there, right? Like Max Kepler's page is like all red as far as like expected average, expected slugging, expected everything. And he hits like a 190. Like that's <laughs> what I feel like the Vikings backfield has become without Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Can I be wrong? Absolutely. But this is going to be one of the biggest storylines heading into the season because I don't think the Vikings have a clear cut replacement for Dalvin Cook. And everybody's like, well, you can use five different backs. It, I, I mean, you don't, you know what I'm saying here? Like, you need somebody to rely on eventually because, you know, even O'Connell's predecessor, Sean McVay, he drafted Cam Akers in the second round and he's not great. Like no. they, they just have a whole bunch of average backs and like our running game is good. Well, actually, no, it's not because the defenses <laughs> don't give a shit about it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're looking to, at least not this year, they weren't looking to replace Delvin Cook. Um and just like the Rams, when Todd Gurley left, they didn't really like they drafted Cam Akers, but they weren't like he's our number one, no matter what. Um, so I think like the Vikings have positioned themselves where Madison's going to start the years as the top running back. If he doesn't do well, then they can turn to other guys and or mix in a combo of everybody like the rushing attack. They want to be more efficient. They don't want it. That doesn't necessarily mean more carries. They just want to be able to when they run the ball, they want positive yardage. They don't want negative yards they don't want bad plays they just want positive yardage you know Leroy Horde was an efficient runner because he got you the same amount of yards regardless of how many you need he was very efficient you knew it was second and seven was coming yeah yeah second and seven <laughs> you know it's if it's third and four it's gonna be fourth and one um so like I think they've put themselves in a good position where like they they're not and the contract they gave Madison isn't a lot he's making like two or three million it's not like he's breaking the bank um, I'm curious to see what they do with this cap space that they have now. Like, are they giving it all? Are they going to give it all to Daniel Hunter, who we're about to talk about, or are they going to sign someone else? Maybe that gets cut before the season. What, like, what are they, what are they doing with this? Because let's talk. Let's talk about Daniel Hunter. You want to okay. talk about Daniel Hunter? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about Daniel Hunter because uh, while Dalvin Cook is apparently on his way out the door, uh, Daniel Hunter's future with the Vikings is also up in the air. Uh, again. Yes, again, uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that the teams have been calling the Vikings about Hunter as he looks for a new contract. He's due to make $5.5 million this year, and the Vikings have not been able to fairly compensate him. Uh, they tried to do another Band-Aid deal, which is similar to what they did, I think, in 2021, it would have been. Yeah where they pushed some of the money that was due on the back end of his contract and pushed it forward. They paid him a giant roster bonus last season. And Daniel Hunter is going back with his handout once again because his agent sucks and he signed a bad deal. Um, Rappaport also says the interest is pretty serious. So, Adam, are Daniel Hunter's days with the Vikings number? Um, Let's see. Ian Rappaport reported this, so it's probably coming from the team. So it's probably... Like, you know, the team's like, we're, we're, you know, is this we're their willing- shot to get him to mandatory mini camp? Maybe, or, you know, we're, we're willing to trade this guy. If you come, come at us with a good offer, we're, we're willing to listen. Um, cause Rappaport threw in the words like serious interest and stuff like that. So like, it's serious. Um, so I, I feel like this is something that Rappaport's done in the past too, where like he mentioned how I think it was before Hunter got his extension or whatever, uh, where, you know, Daniel Hunter has recovered from his surgery or whatever, but 
the Vikings need to make a decision next year because he might want, he's going to want a new contract. And everyone's like, uh, <laughs> what? Um, so I think this is the Vikings being like, hey guys, we're willing to trade him. We've already gotten rid of a bunch of people like Daniel Hunter. Yes, he's a great player, but you know, we can, we can save money on him, uh, before his, you know, he's not worth what he wants, which right now he is. He's, he's worth a lot more than he's going to make next year. But who's to say that's the case in a year, in two years? He's had injury history. He was healthy last year. But, like, is he going to break down in a couple of years? Um, is he going to be good? Like, do you want to invest in a guy who's going to be, what, he's going to be 30 in, like, two years? Yeah, he's 28 right now. We'll turn 29 in October. Right. So he'll be 30. He'll be 30 next season. Do you want to invest? You Do you want to pay $20 million a year, at least, to a guy over 30, who was outplayed by Zadaria Smith for most of the year last year, who's now gone. Um, I think the Vikings are willing to extend him. I don't think they're willing to make him like one of the highest paid pass rushers, maybe what that he wants. So I think this is just another way of them to be like, hey, we're willing to trade him. Give us an offer and, and we, we can talk. Um, so I'm 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 intrigued. I don't it'll be interesting to see if he shows up to mandatory minicamp. He could show up and not do anything. Do like a, yeah. let's say a quiet holdout or whatever they, they a say. A sit in or yeah. hold in. Right. It. So, so he could do that. Um, I, I think I've seen he's been posting on his Instagram that he's like traveling. He's traveling around the world with like Fedio Denebo. Um, they're going to like a bunch of different places. Um, so good for him, I guess. But um, yeah, it's 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 not it's not surprising. We we always thought he could be traded. So this isn't should this like like Alvin Cook. This shouldn't come as a shock to anybody. But you know, we'll have to just we'll have to just wait and see. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. The Vikings have already gotten rid of so many people from the old regime. Like, at this point, why not move on from Daniel Hunter? Like, they're trying to, Kevin O'Connell and Quasi are trying to do their own thing. And Daniel Hunter is part of the old regime. So, you know, if he has to, if he has to go too, then, then that's fine too. So I think this might be, well, let's talk about the Hunter thing because you're kind of talking about, well, nobody wants to pay that much for old pass rusher uh von miller got six years 120 million dollars <laughs> and 45 million dollars guaranteed from buffalo um he's currently rehabbing from a torn acl and i know that deal is technically a three-year deal mm -hmm. but it just shows you that they'll pay edge rushers no matter what but like, have you ever considered daniel hunter to be in that same tier as well, well hang miller? on a second okay, let, okay. let's okay. let's talk about bradley chubb Okay. Because oh, Bradley oh, yeah. Chubb got five years, 110 million, and 33 million guaranteed from Miami. How old is so he? he uh, well, he's younger right. uh, <laughs> than Daniel Hunter, but he's not as good. Right. Like that, yeah, that's yeah. the thing here. Yeah. If I'm Daniel Hunter and his agent, I'm sitting here going, like, okay, Bradley Chubb got more, and Von Miller just got paid more, and he's like 32, 33 years old. My client's 28. He just got 10 and a half sacks in a season where he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. He has recovered from his injuries. He is one of the best edge rushers in the world. And if the Vikings don't believe that, like they are best to move on from a long-term perspective. And, you know, I, I think this is like, I'm trying to decide which direction to go here because <laughs> I think if you get rid of Daniel Hunter, you're tanking or you're rebuilding. I don't want to say tanking because you're not tanking because tanking would be trade Justin Jefferson, trade Christian Derrissaw, trade TJ Hawkinson, get them picks and go full bears, right? But keep Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, you keep Kirk just ride it out and have him burn $28 million on the cap next year. <laughs> like, I, I think that if the Vikings were to trade Neil Hunter, 
this becomes an official rebuild. And the Vikings got to ask themselves a lot of questions. Like, do we really want to keep Kirk now? Do we want to call San Francisco and be like, let's let's finish off the greatest love story in the NFL that has never been completed. Mm -hmm. Kyle Shanahan reunited with Kirk Cousins, you know, meeting in the, I I was going to say kissing in the rain, but hugging in the rain like the notebook. Uh, you know, kiss. I, I, maybe, I don't know. 2023. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kirk um, would like him. <laughs> Kirk would, de- Kirk, uh, yeah. Hopefully his dad's not around when that happens. That's um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like here, here's what my problem with all this. Let's just talk about this because I'm kind of thinking about you know stream of consciousness thinking. Um, Quasi tips his hand an awful lot, doesn't he? Because it just seems like everybody knew Eric Hendricks was going to get released. Everybody knew Adam Thielen was going to get released. Everybody knew the Vikings didn't want to pay Dalvin Cook, and now everybody knows. Like that's the thing with this report. Everybody knows the Vikings don't want to pay Neil Hunter. So are they? Are teams gonna? call with low ball offers and like, well, yeah. at least you're getting some for them, right? Yeah. That's kind yeah. of been your thing. I have heard and Judd mentioned this on per Judd Zolgad mentioned this on purple day the, the other day that they're apparently, and he said not to aggregate this, but I'm just nearly passing along <laughs> that the Vikings had an offer for a third round pick for Dalvin cook. I don't Dolphin. know. That seems like then, from the dolphin. And, and if that happened, what man, are you doing? dude, yeah, what are you doing? Um, crazy? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, Phone that deal in. But you also have, you know, some of the other things like drafting a safety in the first round last year, uh, drafting a guard with the next pick. Then this year, you know, you're thinking about trading down and even Kevin O'Connell sitting there just kind of like, dude, take Jordan Addison. He's a day one starter. What are you doing? And I've heard from sources that say that ownership isn't exactly sold on what Quasey is doing. 
but they absolutely love Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this, I think this hand tipping thing. Wait, your sources or Judd? I, I've talked oh, okay. to, I, Judd mentioned it a little bit. Okay. I talked to another person that said, you know, maybe the wolves aren't exactly on board here. Okay. So I can, I can, I can understand that. Cause it's, it seems like, it seems like Quasi has like this vision in his head of how things, how he wants things to go. And then they don't go that way, but he's like, well, let's just wait out a little longer. See, see if it'll happen. And it doesn't happen. And then he's forced to like, kind of like, you know, dig his feet in and, and be like, no, we're still going to do this. And then it's like, but it's not going to happen. So like, just, just spite the bullet and get rid of it. Like, I I think Kevin O'Connell's noticed that too. Like, Hey dude, like, cause it, it's, you watch those draft videos and it sounded like Quasi just wanted to like, he wanted to trade back. He, mm-hmm. he wanted to trade back and get more picks. And Kevin O'Connell's like, no, we need, we need a number two receiver. He's right there. I want this guy. Get him. Yeah. Um, and so maybe, maybe, maybe O'Connell's getting, and these two are, it's their second year of working together too. So maybe they're, you know, collaborating more this year on, on personnel than maybe they, they were last year where it probably, it was probably mostly Quasi's decisions decisions last year in terms of personnel because kevin went right from the rams into the vikings he had to not worry about hiring a staff he had to figure out his offense he had to like like everything was just he had he had a lot to focus on just becoming a head coach and this year his head is not exactly like right he's not running around with a, like a chicken with his head cut off this year he's more he's he pretty much knows what he's doing right now got gotten in a groove so maybe this year he has a little bit more say in some of the personnel decisions that they're making but yeah, I can see the Wolves not being being like like what 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 are you doing, man? Like what? well, and especially look at the guys he got rid of, like mm-hmm. franchise oh, yeah, yeah, cornerstone, yeah. Ring of Honor type players. Adam At the same Keelan, time, Eric, though, Hendricks, Dalvin Cook, he Quasi probably got rid of those guys later than he should have. Correct. Thielen like, should have begun last year. Kendrick should have begun last year. Peterson probably shouldn't have resigned. Like a lot of these guys should have been gone earlier. So those, I mean, what do you get for Dalvin Cook if you trade him last year? Right. What like. Did you need to extend Kirk Cousins another year? Like, did you need to give Adam Thielen a raise? Right. Um, but then he's done, he's done other things. He's he traded for TJ Hawkinson. Um, you know, he's had some good later round picks. Like Brian Osamo is probably going to make a, a bigger impact this year. Uh, Caleb Evans. I don't think a lot of people assumed he was going to do much last year, and he was good when he wasn't hurt on the field last year. Um, and Ty Chandler's looking like he. Could have an impact. The Lewis scene pick is still questionable. Andrew Booth's still questionable. Like those guys, if, if you've seen any, like the, the mini camp little blurbs, doesn't sound like those guys are really any further along than they were a year ago, which is yeah. not great. I don't know about editing rooms. It, it's hard to tell in OTAs because you're not really doing much offensive line stuff until they put the pads on. You can't really tell. But uh, yeah, the jury's still out on Quasi. This is his first GM job, too. Like mm-hmm. last year was his first ever year being a GM and people, a lot of people I feel like assumed like he was going to come in and be like this guy who's always been a GM and he's going to get everything right. And like, I see uh, uh, what yesterday, like people talking about like, Oh, what's Quasi going to get for Delvin? Like two seventh rounders and then pay for half his salary, <laughs> which is funny. I mean, it's not ac- it's <laughs> accurate, <laughs> <laughs> but like he's, he's trying to, f- he's figuring it out on the fly. And that's, that's what the Vikings decided was, was best for their organization if they have regrets now that's that's on them but i don't think he's doing a terrible job by any means but is he the best gm no but he's also still figuring things out so i'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt joe banner who was the former browns and eagles ceo wrote on twitter this morning not every move the vikings are making will be the right one but the approach is what every turnaround that had 
significant long-term sustained success yeah. is the model they are using. I'm not sure if that's English, but um, <laughs> it's GM talk. It's GM talk. Yes. It, it kind of makes my head. Explode. He said when he first came, he said, we're going to do a competitive rebuild. So we're going to keep some guys, keep us going to keep Justin Jefferson. We're going to keep Christian Derisaw, you know, as they should. We're going to keep Kirk Cousins if we have to, which they've done. So they're going to stay competitive in, a, in an NFC that's not very strong. So, like, a lot of people are looking at this like, oh, now they're not going to be a contender. Why not? Who? Like, the, okay, the Eagles are going to be better than them, better than them. Maybe the, the Niners, maybe the Cowboys, maybe the Lions. Okay, that's four teams. Okay. That's like, they don't have to be amazing next year to be good in the NFC. But can they beat the Eagles? That's the problem here. It's like, if oh. you can't beat, or the Niners. Like but maybe the Niners because of their quarterback issue, but the rest of that team. But I don't think they're they're focused on that. I don't, I don't, everyone's like, oh, they won 13 games last year. And then year. why? So so then are you just focused on winning seven games at this point, or are you no. focused on 2024? Like yeah. if you're fo- if you're focused on next year, focus on next year. Yeah. Like, but well, and I think there's there's only so many things they can do. Like they're and, not going to just think- they're not going to get rid of Kirk Cousins for pennies. They're not going to get rid of this guy for pennies. Like they're not going to be stupid. Like the Neil Hunter. I, I don't expect him to be traded. I would say that he's going to still be the Vikings, whether it's, I think they should give him like a one year kind of prove it type deal. He's not going to want that. But then, then you give him the opportunity to be a free agent in 2024 and figure out what he wants to do. You know, I think one thing that I remember reading, and I think it was Mike Rizzo, the old, he might still be the Nationals GM, but he was talking about, or I can't remember who wrote it, but it was something about the Nationals. Like when they were rebuilding and getting Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg yep. and um, Soto. I think, uh, Soto. Yeah, I think Soto was an international signing. So like, but like Har- Harper and Strasburg yep. were like tank operations. Blue chip, get blue chip prospects. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, it was about when you're rebuilding, it's about kind of making cosmetic moves to appear that you're moving forward, but actually building towards the future underneath it. So like there's another, there's like an underbelly that you're cooking um, to put it that way. Um, The Vikings kind of have that going with signing Byron Murphy to a two-year deal, signing Marcus Davenport to a two-year deal. Um, It feels like Quasey is one year for Davenport. Yes. it, It feels like, Quasi is cooking this underbelly that at some point everybody's going to see it, but yeah. we don't know if it's good. And we don't know if like the Wilfs and O'Connell have the patience to go through it. I mean, you're kind of seeing the dynamic where, you know, Zimmer and Spielman became like mortal enemies at the end, mm-hmm. right? The GM had one idea and the coach is like, but I want to win games. Like uh, I, you know, because usually the GM outlasts the coach in any situation. So the coach is like, hey, if I lose games, like I go to the Wells and be like, so why did you only win five games last year? Well, you see what happened was um, <laughs> well, Casey did it. Do we think Mike Zimmer was more maybe Mike, Mike Zimmer was more frustrated with ownership than he was with that could be with, too with Spielman and Spielman's just like, this is what I, but have I don't to do, th- I don't think Zimmer ever wanted to like tank. No, you know what I mean? He never did because he knows yeah. if he tanks, he gets fired. Every right. coach knows that. Like that's no, that's why that last game he coached. That's like why at Brian he Flores. Quinn. He was like, "No, I'm not tanking. You're gonna fire me." Right. So like, like yeah, every coach knows that. Like unless you're in like your maybe first or second year, no coach is gonna be like, "Yeah, let's let's lose as many games as possible." Like like the Bears coach last year probably like, "Sure, whatever. Like let's just do it now, get it over with, and we'll figure it out later." Um. But yeah, I just uh. Like, what's the kind of difference between what the Vikings are doing and the Steelers? Because I feel like the Steelers are kind of doing something similar where, like, they got rid of 
Le'Veon Bell. They got rid of Antonio Brown. They got rid of Ben Roethlisberger. Like they're kind of doing the similar thing where like they're not terrible. They're not great. They're in the middle and they're kind of rebuilding little by little. They got their quarterback. They got some build- other building pieces. They have veterans like TJ Watt um, and other guys. So they're, they're kind of doing something similar. And I think that's the kind of the, the route that the Vikings are following as well. Like they don't want to be terrible. And because being terrible doesn't always amount to being the best team like look at the jaguars yeah they were good last year they got the playoffs but how many years did they have a, a top five pick and it did nothing so like i think that's that's something that's in their mind too we're like we don't have to be terrible to get better you look at a team like the seahawks last year everyone thought they were gonna be terrible like geno smith's the quarterback they're just they're gonna win five games they went to the playoffs mm-hmm. so like <laughs> and and they had a top three what top three pick because they did that trade with with denver with, with yeah so like I think that's a formula that the Vikings are trying to follow. Like we don't have to be terrible to get better. Um, and so that's what they're that's what they're gonna do, whether people like it or not. Um, last thing on Daniel Hunter, who should be calling? Like if the Vikings were trading a lot of forty niners stink. You gotta think about who has money, because the Niners don't yeah. have any money. Because you're gonna have to sign them to a contract too. Um the Bears have money, but the Vikings are not trading. No. I mean, that would be that would be a great reason now, to question. Now that would be a reason to blast Quasey. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's we got rid of him. Uh we have to play him twice. Yeah, that's Good luck, not, Kevin. that's not ideal. Uh let's see. Cap space wise, the Panthers have a bunch of cap space. That would be interesting. Um the Jets, I could see Daniel Hunter being in, in that defense. Um the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. There aren't a lot of teams that can afford to trade for him and Pay sign him. him. Yeah. Like yeah. The Dolphins, the maybe the Patriots. Like, and I don't think the Vikings want to trade him to an NFC team. Like, that would not be ideal either. So I, I could see the Jets being in the mix. Not, no, not the Browns because they just tr- traded for Zadarius Smith. Um, maybe the Jets and the Panthers. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't have any names. I just kind of. <laughs> And yeah, it just depends. It really depends. Can you afford? And I think that's going to probably be what's going to stop people from from trading for Daniel. They're going to be like, we have to give up draft compensation and give him a bunch of money, which is unless you just have money sitting around and you have no pass rusher and you think this pass like similar to what the Chiefs did when they got Frank Clark, like they felt like Frank Clark could put put their bring their defense to a, a different level and catapult them to a Super Bowl, which it did. There are a lot of teams right now in June that. Uh, need a pass rusher that they're going to have to pay a lot of money to as well. So I don't know. I still see him staying with the Vikings and, and figuring things out. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get to, uh, I don't know, the most important topic uh, of the show. Uh, Justin Jefferson is not the Madden cover athlete. Oh, Went yeah. To Josh Allen. Um, I made a write that down prediction about Justin Jefferson being on the cover of Madden last August. So I was hoping for the uh, hot home run. Yep. Yeah, I know. Uh, swing and a miss, just like the Twins lineup. Um, <laughs> are you relieved that Jefferson's not going to be on the cover of Madden? Yes, I am a firm believer in the Madden curse. Uh, so I don't. I haven't followed it for the last couple of years to even really know who's been on the cover and see if it actually has happened. Because um, I know Brady was on yeah. one year, and then get, it was fine. Was uh, last year was, yeah, was Lamar one year, and then who hmm. was last year? Who was this? Gosh, I, I mean, I bought the game. I, oh, John Madden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was... Is, was, the, uh, is the curse over? Is the curse over now? Because he's, he's gone? Like... <laughs> because John Madden's gone? Yeah. They don't have to... Uh, but yeah, like, you think, you think about what? Dante Culpepper was on there. And then the next year, they were 5-11. and 11. I think Marshall Falk was on there one year. And 
they the Rams fell on their face. Uh, McNabb was on there one year and they did ter- terrible. Michael Vick was on there and we know what happened with that. Um, so like I'm a I'm a believer in the Madden curse for sure. So I'm happy to see that he wasn't on. The, is he deserving? Of course. Am I sad? No, I I am not. And people are like I can't yeah. put Josh Allen on the cover. I'm like he like. He had like 42 total touchdowns last year. Like people were like, he led the league in interceptions. I'm like, so did Matthew Stafford, and they won the Super Bowl. So like, yeah, what? <laughs> that's what you're it, gonna it, get with someone like him. It's whatever. It's kind of like when people got mad that Justin Herbert won the Rookie of the Year award over Justin Jefferson. It's like I'd rather have Justin Jefferson go to the playoffs, go make be a pissed. deep run. Yeah, yeah. Be be upset about it. Use it as a chip on their shoulder. I think in terms of like cool factor, Josh Allen doesn't have the same cool factor as Justin Jefferson, which is why I kind of thought that he would be on the cover. But we're all skating around the real issue. Madden sucks. It sucks. Did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer. (laughs) It looks like like, it looks like every other year. Well, did you see the Kirk Cousins like shade that they like? He got intercepted, and then he was in like Micah Parsons' face, like trash talking. I'm like. Was this necessary? <laughs> they chose violence. They watched the they watched the Dallas Vikings game last year. Of course, year. you got the Kirk stands like if you don't think there's an agenda against Kirk Cousins, then watch this trailer. I'm like, they're just having who cares? They're picked. <laughs> they probably just threw two random guys together. Like, ah, okay, Michael Parsons, yeah, he's a star, and you know, let's let's yeah, give him. Kirk. Most of the people let's who make Kirk. those video games don't uh, watch Arms. the NFL. Yeah, don't watch the NFL. Like a lot of them are. Well, it shows because they can't get a football sim, sim right to <laughs> yeah. save their life. I like, did see that they, they didn't even change the Cardinals uniforms in the trailer yet. So that's, oh. that's awesome. Like people are like, how are we how are we supposed to believe that they've changed stuff in the game when they haven't even changed the Cardinals uniforms in the trailer yet? They did say they were bringing back the training camp mini games, which Ooh, I'm kind of excited about. That those were a staple a like long, long time ago. Yeah, like rushing attack and like tackling dummies and whatever. Yep. But I mean, if I drop back and throw an interception every time I just try to, you know, throw it to Justin Jefferson, granted, like I'm stubborn when I play games. Like I am throwing this pass. I am going to see if it works that, you know, bullet pass and whatever. So maybe I need to be better when I play that. But I, I mean, the gameplay just hasn't been fun. The, you know, actual game itself, like playing a game, mm-hmm. uh, during a season, it doesn't feel important or different or whatever, especially as you get towards the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'll be just grinding NCAA 14 until the college football game comes out. And that's kind of scaring me, too, because <laughs> they don't have the rights to Notre Dame yet, Oh wow. <laughs> which is which is why I think they delayed it, because, you know, and the players football? are boycotting, too. I saw that the players are boycotting. They have a bunch of college players are boycotting. Like to have their likeness or whatever in the game because they're only getting five hundred dollars and they want more money. There, like, so there's a holdout. Kind of, yeah. And I'm just but like, I mean, having the players in the game isn't important to me. No, no, no. Like, it never has. We have dark overlords of the internet who just update their rosters anyway, and that then you too. play with and it and it never you know has that. been like important in that that kind of game. You never, nobody ever played it because you're like, oh, I want to be, you know, what Reggie Bush be, uh, in in NCAA yeah. like. Okay, they 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 made number five on USC like ninety nine. Five, yeah. But uh, and they had number fifteen on Florida, and he was amazing. But you know, they they never put their names on it. And yeah, like you said, there's people who will just create a a patch or a download thing where you can just download their names and put them in there anyway. So like, yeah, if I was EA, I'd be like, uh, okay, cool, we'll just change your number, and then people can 
do it themselves because we know that everyone's going to do it and they're still going to buy it. So right. like, good luck, good luck with that. Cause we're not going to give you like, what, what are we doing? College kids? Like you, you already have NAL deals. You, do, you, you, do you realize how excited I would be if I got a $500 check oh when my I was in college? God. And that is, that's not even, they're getting way more from everyone else. The people that are probably like actually holding out are the people that are like making over a million already from, from NIL deals, which is, insane did you see the clip it was a vikings clip it was the they're in like the barbershop or whatever there's a little series that they do they were talking about nil deals i think it was josh metellus jordan hicks hawkinson and derisaw and they were all like oh i would have stayed in college if nil was there like if i could make a million dollars in college hell yeah i'd stay there for josh metellus like i would have stayed for five years like i got my degree and everything like so these guys are like yeah we would have stayed page backers in the wnba like people are like oh she's so good well she's gonna go pro i'm like why like, oh so no you can yeah ride, she's making so you can ride chartered planes and like you know no. play in half empty stadiums for like half the money no yeah yeah because and no offense to the w i mean that's just the reality that's yeah. how their commissioner has run things but they should um, get paid though they absolutely yes yes so yeah that, that's the point i'm making not that yeah. i'm making fun of them that they <laughs> have to i mean it's just yeah compared to you know college sports playing in a packed barn at uconn or you know playing in a half empty atlanta convention center right. where the dream play or whatever it's called right. they, wnba they, talk right here <laughs> on the viking age podcast june but, 8th. No, welcome to june welcome to june but that's all the time we have for today we do this right here on the viking age youtube channel every monday and thursday we're also in podcast form the very next day on apple and spotify but however you catch up make sure you like comment share and subscribe so you never miss a new episode for adam patrick i am chris shad we'll catch you next time on the Viking Age podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.